Incredible edibles start with Loran. Professional bakery emulsions, super strength flavors, and candy mixes from Loran make it easier than ever to create your own delicious edible experience. Bite Me listeners in the contiguous 48 receive 15% off their order at loranoils.com. Just enter Bite Me 15 at checkout. For listeners outside the 48, email customercare at loranoils.com for a list of distributors and retailers near you and tell them Marge sent you. In this week's episode, we're doing a lovely appetizer, sweet potato rounds with herd ricotta and walnuts. Welcome to Bite Me, the show about edibles, where I help you take control of your high life. I'm your host and certified Gangier Marge, and I love helping cooks make safe and effective edibles at home. I'm so glad you're here, and thank you for joining me today. The holidays are looming around the corner, and while I shouldn't use the word looming because that sounds kind of ominous, they are pretty close. By the time this episode comes out, we are just over a week away. So I hope you're getting prepared. I know my brain has kicked into high gear now that I'm thinking about all the things I have to do, but I'm really trying to maintain an equanimous kind of attitude towards it and enjoy the process. And some of that process is actually making quite a few gifts this year. And if you haven't heard last week's episode, the 20 2022 Bite Me Holiday Gift Guide. There are lots of ideas for the edible lovers in your life, and there's plenty of recipes or ideas in there for people who really aren't into edibles as well. And I figured I have to practice what I preach, so I am making quite a few gifts for some of those special people in my life. And that's been keeping me pretty busy, as well as the fact that I recorded this whole episode and then had to start all over again doing to an unforeseen circumstance. And while sometimes that might have really flustered me, I'm really trying to maintain that sense of calm. And I do have to thank a lot of meditation. I use meditation as a tool in my life to really help with that. And sometimes also a well-timed F-bomb can really help release some tension. So don't be afraid to use both of those tools in your life. It may seem like they're a little, there's a bit of a dichotomy with those two different things, as I suggested, but sometimes you have to do what you have to do to maintain a certain level of contentment while you're dealing with the flurry of the holidays. And another reason I would highly recommend making some of your gifts, perhaps thrifting them as well, is because the crowds are, there aren't any crowds in your home kitchen. The crowds are smaller in the thrift stores and you don't have to deal with the people, the parking lots and all that shit when you're out shopping or shop local, shop online, of course. But before we get into this week's episode, the cannabis quote of the week. I have always loved marijuana. It has been a source of joy and comfort to me for many years, and I still think of it as a base staple of life, along with beer, ice cream, and grapefruits, and millions of Americans agree with me, as quoted by Hunter S. Thompson. Now, I think that millions of Canadians and citizens of the world would also agree with that statement, although I might swap out the beer for wine. That tends to be my preferred alcoholic beverage of choice. And I'm looking forward to making perhaps some mulled wine at Christmas this year. Also, warm apple cider, something I love, love, love. And 
eggnog. I do tend to make eggnog every year as well, despite the fact that it tends to be myself that drinks most of it. And I do like to put a little bit of the rum in the eggnog as well, because it really just does warm you up from the inside out. I have infused it in years past as well. I tend to do one or the other, but there is something about homemade eggnog. It's rich. It's so rich. It's it's so good. But yes, unfortunately, I do probably end up being the one to consume most of it. And I don't care. It's a once a year treat. It's kind of like corn on the cob. I love corn on the cob, but I eat it in August, September when it's right off out of the fields. And I don't really eat it that much at any other time of year. So I allow myself this indulgence at Christmas time. Now, the recipe that I picked for this particular week, I thought was quite apropos because as we get into the season of holiday parties and getting together with friends and family and the big day, no matter what day you end up celebrating it on, because I know due to scheduling and trying to find time, the same time for everybody to get together, sometimes it means you have to do it the day before, the day after, a couple days, whatever. We've done a lot of that in our lives as well, but whatever day you end up managing to all get every to get everybody together, you're probably going to be serving lots of great food and having a nice, simple appetizer on hand to serve is a, always a welcome idea. This particular one serves 24, and of course, it's going to depend on how big of a sweet potato you choose, but these sweet potato rounds with herb ricotta and walnuts are delicious and healthy. And when I serve them, I actually use them as a side dish because I was experimenting on my own household, as I like to do. And they were very well received. I would say that we actually had an extra guest at dinner that evening, and she raved about them. And Chris really enjoyed them. And even Gloria, my elderly mother-in-law, who happens to be living with us right now, which presents challenges of its own some days when it comes to cooking, because she has a limited palate, shall we say, she at first turned her nose up at them but did consume them. She always finds it funny when I prepare things that she doesn't consider normal, which is most of the stuff that I cook. But I digress. They were a hit and they were simple to make. And it's hard to find sometimes appetizers that aren't full of preservatives and yucky ingredients or just don't make you feel that great or they're just downright unhealthy. So these ones are great. And like I said, not that difficult to put together. The website here, 4.4 stars out of 65 reviews. That says something. And I found this recipe from The Roasted Root. And I'll definitely link to that in the show notes. Now, all you need for this recipe, what's so great about it is that it's so simple. You need your sweet potato. You need your herb ricotta. And then you need your toppings. And the recipe puts in three simple sections. And you basically start with your large sweet potato, which you're going to slice into quarter inch rounds, toss them in some avocado oil, throw in a pinch of ground cinnamon, mix it all up, and then you're going to bake those first. And while that's happening, you're going to take your ricotta and you're going to add your Italian seasoning, a little bit of honey which you can infuse in this instance, or you can wait until later, depending on who will be consuming these particular, uh, this particular appetizer and a little bit of salt to taste. And then when it's all done, you're going to add your walnuts, your chopped walnuts, dried cranberries, and your drizzle of honey. That's it. It's pretty simple. So there are a few variations you can do, of course, as they suggest on the website. I love variations because sometimes you have to work with what you actually have on hand. Before I get into the variations, though, I'm just going to speak a little bit about the infusion. 
What you're going to use is the infused honey. I think that's the easiest thing to do in this particular instance. I suppose you could also do the infused, you could infuse some of the avocado oil that you toss the sweet potatoes in, but I really think that the honey would be a better way to infuse this particular dish. And the nice thing about this one is because you're using infused honey, if you use it for the drizzle at the end to finish it off, you can infuse some of them and not others. And that is sometimes important because depending on who is going to be enjoying these, they may not want to be dosed. Or another consideration, of course, is to infuse it with CBD, but that doesn't necessarily mean you you shouldn't let your guests know that it is infused with CBD because some people are quite sensitive to CBD as well. And it can make them feel overly relaxed or I don't want to say sleepy, but just overly relaxed. And it's always wise to let people know what's in there. Now, again, because you're using infused honey, if you are going to go this route and you're not going to infuse them all, you can leave the if you're not going to infuse them all, don't put the infused honey, obviously, in the ricotta. Save the save the infusion for the drizzle at the end, just like the professionals do, right? Isn't that what the professionals usually do? They're putting it on the end so they can individually dose each one. It's always a good idea to know how strong that honey is that you're going to be using. And you can check for the potency with the calculator over my website that's free to use. That's always a good way to, just to get a benchmark of how strong they're going to be or how much you're going to be drizzling on. You can always use devices like a T-check as well if you have that at your disposal. And that way you can inform your guests as to what they're going to be uh, consuming. But my one caveat is if, if you're going to do that, if you're going to be infusing some of them and not others, just be sure just be sure that you're not too stoned and you forget which ones you're infusing and which ones you're not, because that could have disastrous consequences for your guests. And we don't want that. You want to make sure that people are providing informed consent before they get too fucked up. As far as variations go, you can use a part skim ricotta as opposed to the whole milk ricotta that is suggested for this particular recipe, I prefer the the rich creaminess of a whole milk ricotta. I'm a whole milk kind of gal, so that's what I used. But if you're you know a little more conscious about the fat content, perhaps in a whole milk ricotta, you could try a part skim instead. A suggestion here for maple syrup over honey, which again, you can easily infuse. And I think that would make a lovely substitution as well. I might have to try that one because i I love the taste of maple syrup. I think it's probably well known on this podcast if you listened for any length of time about my love of maple syrup. And sometimes I feel like that stuff is coursing through my veins. And fresh herbs. If you have fresh herbs instead of the Italian seasoning that is recommended for the herb ricotta, then you can try that as well. And using fresh herbs is always a welcome choice. Swapping the walnuts for the pecans, if you'd prefer that. And there's a suggestion you can make it vegan by picking up a vegan ricotta instead of the milk ricotta. And you can try agave as well as maple syrup to go the vegan route for these particular sweet potato rounds. And essentially, did I get into that? You're going to bake your ricottas, or sorry, you're going to bake your sweet potatoes. And then while that's happening, you're going to add or make up your herd ricotta, which is this, I think I already did talk about that. Fuck, I'm stoned. Or did I? Maybe just in case I'll go over it now and I can always cut it out later. But you're going to put your sweet potato rounds in the oven and bake them until they're nice and soft and cooked through. 
While that's happening, you're going to make your herb ricotta by adding your Italian seasoning or your fresh herbs if you're using that, your honey and some sea salt. I think I did. And then when the sweet potato rounds come out of the oven, you're going to put your herb ricotta on the top and then bake it again just to get the cheese a little bit melty under the broiler, I believe. And then when you're to finish it off, you're just going to top it with your walnuts, perhaps your pecans, your cranberries, and your drizzle of honey or maple syrup. And this is where you're going to want to have your infusion. I think this is the best place to infuse, whether you're doing partial or all of them. And that's it. It comes together really quickly. They're really tasty, like I said, and they were a hit. The Roasted Root website that I got this recipe from, it's worth checking out because they had a suggestion for a few other recipes as well. Based on the same sweet potato rounds, they had one with guacamole and bacon and sweet potato rounds with goat cheese and roasted cranberries. And both those sound fantastic to me. So perhaps if the ricotta is not your thing, you could try one of these other ones and see if you might like those. And I haven't really opened those up. Let's have a quick look and see. Ooh, the pictures on those look really nice as well. It doesn't call for it, but you might have to just drizzle something neutral overtopped to infuse for this particular one. But you could do like an infused MCT or avocado oil on this to infuse them. I think that's always one option. But in any case, if you're looking for healthy appetizers, because Lord knows when you're dealing with a lot of people, it's nice to have healthy appetizers, but you also don't want to spend a ton of time in the kitchen making them. I have spent so many holiday seasons, oh God, thinking about it now, uh, I have spent a lot of time making appetizers sometimes. And then I'm like, why am I so fucking stressed out trying to do all this? I've made dinners for both sides of the family some years, of course, with the help of my spouse, having lots of people in the house with varied tastes and preferences. And I remember years making really tedious appetizers that people did enjoy, but sometimes the time commitment wasn't worth it because I do love a slow food recipe. I love a whole food recipe where it's made from scratch. I do love to cook from scratch, but I tell you, it's not always worth making your own homemade crackers. I've done that before and they were great, but was the time necessarily worth it? Actually, some of them were pretty good and I did eat a lot of them, but they're not always, they're not necessarily going to look like the ones you buy at the store, obviously, when you're not that proficient at making them. So this particular one is wonderful just because you can put it together so easily, doesn't require any special skills and you don't have to spend a lot of time cutting out little crackers. I, I can tell you that much. But in any case, as a fun little, I love to say in any case, I've noticed, is that a verbal tick that you might say? Perhaps if you're listening to this and you're consuming some cannabis of some kind, you know, maybe if you're smoking as opposed to eating it, every time I say in any case, you got to take a puff. Now I have to admit, I'd go through and edit these episodes, believe it or not. I have, I've had some people come to me and say, you speak so eloquently, Marge. And I always love to hear that, but I chuckle a little bit because I do spend a bit of time editing these episodes every single week to take out some of the filler words like ums, ahs, so's, in any case, of course. God, I've got so many of those. You would think after three and a half years of doing this podcast that I would probably do those a little less. And I probably do if I went back and listened to some of my old episodes, but uh, maybe one day, maybe one day. But it's all part of the process and it's a process that I do love. Now, in terms of things outside of podcasting, I am doing a giveaway with MSNL Seed Bank and the lucky winner will be getting some seeds. And all you have to do is join the Edibles Enthusiast 
email newsletter. And I usually send out the newsletters about once a month. I try not to spam you because I also have to write those things. So, you know, I don't always have time to do it any more than that, but I promise I won't spam you. But you can subscribe, of course, at any time, but you join the newsletter. And if you get the newsletter already, you're automatically entered to win and the winner will be chosen at the end of this month on the 31st of December. And you might have some seeds to grow for the new year. How wouldn't it be nice to start the new year that way? And then in a few months, you'll be making your own farm to table edibles. I love that. I love that kind of thing. Of course, that's the whole cooking from scratch person in me enjoys that concept. The reason I'm mentioning this actually, because there is a post on it on my website. If you go over to Bite Me Podcast, you'll see the giveaway post at the very top. And I have shared that on my social media I did share it through MailChimp and then they're like, uh, 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 you can't send that out. So that was the newsletter that almost didn't go out. They actually suspended my account, which was really surprising. I thought at first it was because I had used the word holidays somewhere in the newsletter, which I then took out. Holidays spent spelled H-O-L-I-D-A-Z-E because I was trying to be, you know, clever or whatever. But no, the, uh, the MailChimp bots uh, detected that I was doing some kind of seed giveaway. And they're like, yeah, we don't like that. So I had to take that out of the newsletter, unfortunately. So yes, yeah, so if you are a newsletter subscriber, you are automatically entered already. But I am doing, I did make a space cake recently for the folks over at MSNL and um, provided a space cake recipe, a fun way to infuse a lovely cake that they asked for some follow-up photos. And I did send some photos along, but photography is not my main skill. There's a reason why I'm in podcasting you, you guys, but they asked for more and I had to send partial pictures of the cake because I'd already eaten a bunch of it and I didn't have a whole cake to send them. And if they could just come to me like a little bit faster, maybe, but I will be sharing that recipe in the new year because it was fantastic. I think you would I think you would all enjoy it because it came together really quickly and you could frost it or not frost it. I chose to frost it with some CBD icing because I find that that creates a lovely synergistic effect with the THC that is also in the cake. So watch for that in the coming new year. I'm planning all kinds of fun things for the new year, you guys. I'm really excited. I'm really excited for 2023. One thing at a time. So I hope you can make use of this recipe for some of your holiday entertaining. I think you'll really enjoy it. Or maybe you just want to whip it up for yourself because it's a delightful way to enjoy sweet potato unconventionally. So until next week, my friends, you know what to do. Stay high.